When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 71. Are you budgeting? Hey Chainers, welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, today we're chatting about budgeting, just you and I. So how many people do you actually know that really keep a strict budget? Oh, I can honestly tell you, I, I don't think anybody that I know actually has like a budget in a spreadsheet. Yeah, that actually that does I know a, of. Right, that does like a weekly or monthly routine. Yeah, nobody, or even a yearly routine. <laughs> yeah, nobody that I know has ever mentioned that they have like set guidelines for things. It seems like they like my friends and my family, like try to be responsible with their money and everything. And they try to save. And I'll admit before all of my learning and everything, I'd like to think of it kind of like back in my old life. Right. I did exactly what you're not supposed to do, where I would spend everything and then save afterwards mm-hmm. where you should do the opposite. Yeah, you should definitely pay yourself first. And I, well, I never really understood what that phrase meant because when I heard pay yourself first, I thought like, yeah, pay myself first, like treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's not actually what it means. No, it's not. Um, So to get back to your answer, I don't think anybody that I know that I know of really budgets I don't want to say properly, but I am saying properly. Yeah, like actually carves out time out of the day specifically for budget purposes. Right. Yeah. And like, I know that there's a lot of apps like Mint that's made it much easier to really keep up to track with knowing, you know, like how much money is coming in, how much is going out and trying to figure out stuff like that. But I think like most people don't really go into it you know and they they don't really know exactly how much well like where their money is going per se like are they setting aside a certain percentage of their income every month or maybe you know like a trip well then i think a lot of people are faced with too much month at the end of their money right and i can relate to that because that's the situation I was in all the time when I was teaching, it's not granted. I was not budgeting and I was not tracking where my money was going, but it never felt like there was a lot of money left over after just my regular like cell phone bill and car payment and like things you have to do. I would kind of try to be like pretty cheap in my going out and everything. So there wasn't a lot to save, which is why I think that now side hustles and I've always periodically had a side hustle going on. 
I think especially if you're in a profession where you're not making a lot of money, but it's more of like a fulfilling, soul-feeding kind of profession like teaching. Right. Like a side hustle is essential, especially if you're like a single person with a student loan. All right. I'm going to throw you an absolute curveball. So do you think that if you have too much month at the end of your money that you're maybe living above your means? I mean, obviously. <laughs> but but, but it's like, a hard, not necessarily, it's a, though. It's a hard thing to come to terms with. Like, yeah. I mean, if you have like a high student loan payment or a high credit card payment from like years ago when you were like a different person. It's sometimes you dig yourself into a hole that can be hard to get out of. Yeah, no, definitely. Again, that's why I say a side hustle can be like a lifesaver. Yeah, no, it really can. And, you know, also like a lot of people, they they sort of plan their money when they do plan and they, they have a fixed amount that they plan, which in most cases is your salary after tax. Right. You know, and... Any money that's earned over above, like in a side hustle, can honestly go so far because it's kind of like money that you weren't expecting. It's like a surprise, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. And it it really can, you know, like make paying off something or saving up for something a lot easier because now all of a sudden you have dedicated money for a specific purpose. Right. So kind of like what my side job has been lately. Right. So for anybody who doesn't know, since like January for like the weekend hours, like Friday evening for a couple of hours and then Saturday and Sunday during the day, I have been working like a pretty low stress, kind of fun side job, like right around the corner from where we live. And all that money that I've made from it has paid for our trip to go to Africa for Christmas. Yeah. And that was kind of like a an idea I had to... I'm in the middle of my debt repayment, but we wanted to go to Africa for Christmas to see your family. Yeah. And it was something that we could save up for and it had a direct purpose. Right. And like you kind of can put that money aside and, and almost put it in like a bucket. And then you don't have to feel guilty about doing what you want with it. Because yeah, that no, money sure. had a purpose from the very beginning. And that money is set aside for that specific goal or whatever. Right. You know, but in terms of budgeting, like I think a lot of people don't realize how much you should be saving. So if I said to you, what percentage of your income should you save every month? Mm. You'd have no idea. No. And I probably... Thinking back to how I was before, right? I don't want to know. Like yeah. sometimes it's not a good thing, but living in like ignorance sometimes can is not good, but it's a little bit less painful for the short term. Yeah. So general stats, you're meant to be saving about twenty percent of your income. So everything you make, like twenty percent of it, pay yourself first, set that money aside. And put it into some kind of a income bearing account. So whether it's the stock market, whether it's like some kind of an index fund, whatever it is, like put the money aside and let it grow, you know, because that at the end of the day is going to help you retire. (laughs) So hold on then. Then I have a question for you. 
Yeah. So what if somebody, and this is definitely a, like a for real situation. Tons of people are in this situation. They, A, are not saving nearly 20% of their income. Yeah. In fact, they're struggling to make ends meet. Right. Before saving anything. What do they need to do? Like, so, what, if it if it was me, yeah, back a year ago, what would you tell me if I was in that kind of a situation? So you have two things you can do. So I'm I'm not saying you're, there's only one way out. There's two ways out. The first way out is you need to earn more money. You know, whether it's going to be a side hustle, up, <laughs> yeah, whether it's a side hustle, a promotion. Um, you know, maybe educating yourself further with additional skills, which can obviously come at a cost, but if it's going to reap much higher income, then it can be worth it. Um, so yeah, number one is try and earn more money. Now, the problem with number one is the moment you start earning more money, you're more inclined to want to spend more money, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's very easy to let lifestyle creep sort of take over and you take that extra money and instead of stashing it away into your savings and trying to grow your retirement funds and your wealth, what you end up doing is you just end up consuming more and you would be better off not earning more money, to be honest. Well, yeah, because now you just ultimately have more junk that you're going to have to pack up and move around well, if you move. Yeah, and also you're in a... You're in a consumer or a high consumption based mentality, you know, which basically means that you're pretty much going to save the exact same amount. And in fact, when times get harder, you won't adjust your standard of living. Like people are very quick to move into a more expensive way of living. But the moment times get tough, guess what? I don't want to cut back. I'm used to the luxury that life was and you don't want to scale back. So... Number one is either, well, yeah, number one is try and earn more money. Okay. So what about, I'm almost nervous to ask about number two then. <laughs> number two is actually my recommended route. Um, I would say number two is cut back slash expenses, you know, and like you may find that you're spending money on cable, but how often do you really watch TV? You know, you may have an expensive cell phone plan, but are you really using all that data and all those minutes? And I can definitely attest to this. I called my cell phone carrier last week and because I had this outrageous random cell phone bill and I called and kind of, I begged them to drop the charges, which I got some of it dropped. And then I also got my bill adjusted to where I ended up getting more data for cheaper. Right. So I was pretty proud about that. So if your bills are astronomical and you're paying more than what you should, try calling them and just haggling a little bit. What is the worst they're going to say? Like, no, we're not going to lower your bill. And it's just kind of like, oh, well, bummer. Like, yeah. So definitely I've always, I've gotten into the habit, especially also when I was teaching everywhere I went, I asked for a teacher discount. So if you are a teacher or a firefighter or in the military or a student or anything that usually comes along with a discount of sort, 
definitely why not ask i've gotten money off when i've gotten like oil changes and new tires and stuff like that even like going out with my friends and trying to pay cover why i'm not going to pay 25 dollars to come in to spend money yeah i would just ask them to not charge me and most of the time they didn't yeah no it definitely makes sense and along with your option too i think when you're tracking your spending i know for me we have started this relatively recently where we are tracking everything that we have been spending yeah and i know that we have been preaching this for a long time like track your spending track your spending and and everything we've read it says track your spending and i don't know about you i will admit i am a slow learner and for me, I know things that I should be doing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm doing them. I just know better. Is it a good case of do as I say, not as I do? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So now after reading a couple of really great books, I, well, we have decided that we need to get on this, track your spending, try it, see how it's working. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I've been loving it. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling way better and I'm feeling enlightened, you know, like knowing that, you know, we're going to be at a point where we've saved up X by the time like 10 years has gone by, you know, or even more when we're 15 to 20 years gone by. And I think like kind of, um, you know, like cutting back and being able to set money aside for specific purposes definitely helps like. And it isn't about cutting back per se. I think no. like a lot of people think of the word budget and they think that that means you can't spend any money. That's not what a budget is or what a budget means. A budget means you have allocated costs to particular areas. So whether it is, you know, your shopping or clothes or groceries or vacations, whatever it is, like you can have a budget for different sections. Yeah, and fun things can be in your budget. Oh yeah, and in fact, they should be in your budget because let's be real, like if you have a budget that's too strict, you're not going to stick to it. So I like to think of people feel the same way as of about of the word budget as they do a diet yep it's the exact same conversation it is the exact same thing <laughs> and it's not just like how you have a cheat day with your diet right i mean you can have a cheat day you don't want to have like a cheat month that's yeah. not going to help you but you can have the same thing if you like a certain creature comfort if you like going to starbucks every morning and getting your latte or your frappuccino or whatever you're getting build that into your budget but then you're just going to have to cut back somewhere else yeah so if you're thinking hmm i need to track my spending or i want to try it but i don't know where to start i'm going to tell you exactly what i did because i am not financial and i'm not techie and i'm not anything like that i'm really actually quite basic and we had this conversation the other day because you're talking about like charts and graphs and predictions dennis and like you're way over my head like i don't know i don't know when i hear the word when i hear the phrase track your spending and i hear people talking about it that's exactly how i take it i have a notepad with some paper in it and it fits in my purse. And every time I spend anything, 
I write it down. I write the date down and then I just write what I bought and how much it costs. And if I don't have my notepad, then I keep the receipt and I put it in later. And that way I can look, okay, on this date, I spent this much. And throughout the week, I spent this. And that way there are no surprises. And I think this is valuable for a few reasons. And I wish that I would have started this a few years ago. A, if you get double charged or overcharged or anything like that in your bank account, you know when you go on to your app and look. And it also has made it so if I don't really want something, I'm not going to want to write it down in my book. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like once it's written down, it's written down. Yeah, (laughs) like there's no crossing it off. So like if I am... If I want it enough to write it down, then I actually do want it. Right. And it has just made me put into perspective things that I actually want or need. Yeah. And I think for anyone that's like a bit more on the techie side, like we've already mentioned Mints. It's it's a great app. You know, it connects to all of your accounts. So you can kind of sync up and sort of see in real time where you are across everything. And I've also heard that YNAB, so you need a budget. Um, they are apparently really good as well. It's also more for if you are tracking literally every single penny. Um, it's a really great app and you're able to like run forecasts and all sorts of stuff. So that's also a really great resource. And I'm just going to throw Excel out. Like, honestly, Excel is amazing. Like, I know it sounds like, oh, Excel, you know, but... It is such a powerful tool and you can really do some cool stuff with it and it's free. Best part about it. Yeah. So, well, that is for, for me, for later. (laughs) Because I'm just, I'm just proud of myself for starting and tracking and I'm really excited about it. And I went over to my friend's house tonight and we were talking about our weeks and everything. And like, I pulled out my notebook and I showed her, I was like, look, I'm tracking my, all my money that I'm spending. And she was like, wow, like that's actually a really good idea. And you hear people talking about it. But then once you actually see it in action, it's completely different, I think. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I think, it's one of those things that you need an accountability partner as well. You know, like it's like a workout super, buddy. Like a workout buddy. You know, you, you have to have someone that's calling you those days you don't want to go in. And, you know, just sort of like just doing a quick daily check in and just saying like, you know, have you done, checked your budget today or have you written down or whether it's a daily or weekly thing or even monthly thing, you know. Um, but like I also think that if you are doing it more regularly, it's a lot more easier to stay on top of it and you don't forget stuff that's happened. Well, and it doesn't take as much time. Right. So we decided to sit down every Sunday morning to go over our budget. And I want to... Coming up with this kind of a plan reminded me back a long time ago when we talked to Erin from the Broke Millennial, how she has her like weekly money meetings or something like that, where she sat down every Sunday night and went over her budget and, and she really, she's an expert and she knows exactly what's going on. And we decided to do it Sunday morning with our coffee. And I was talking to my mom the other day and she was like, oh, 
geez, like you wake up on Sunday morning and the first thing you do is have coffee and go over your budget. Like, who are you? <laughs> what have you done with my daughter? <laughs> but I told her, I was like, mom, by Sunday evening, we're either tired or we've been out with our friends or, you know, you're, you're going on with your day. Yeah. You have to set aside time. Yes. For it, Sunday morning for us and our lifestyle, like, we're not jumping out of the out of bed and really going to do anything super important on Sunday morning. So it's a time that we could sit, relax, have a cup of coffee. We're going to sit and talk anyway. We might as well make it a little bit productive. And I think it was a really nice way to start our day because we were both pumped and we felt like we had something that we were working towards. And I think if you are kind of in a little bit of a financial pickle, Start tracking your your spending and make even like, like an easy to follow budget. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. Yeah. Like you can keep it super, super basic and just start tracking and then work your way up. But also like, yeah, just on that, like small amounts add up so quickly as long as you're consistent and you're investing, you know? So whether it's just like, $10 or $100 extra a month that you're managing to put away that can have such a huge impact later on. You just got to keep it up and just be consistent with it. I can totally agree with you for the small fact. Do you remember a long time ago we talked to Brandon Krieg from Stash Invest? Yes. He was like really early on like episode. I think two. Two, three. Yeah. It was four, super early on. Like really early. <laughs> and I downloaded the app Stash Invest. Right. And back then I put, I signed up to put $5 away each week. And I actually kind of, I forgot about it. Yeah. Because you do, you're five, like, it's $5. $5, like, especially when you're not tracking your spending right <laughs> like it's you so easy you like, don't oh, know like, what, what do you know it could have been a coffee i got no idea yeah, what that like, is eh, whatever <laughs> and so i admit back then i was not tracking my spending and now that i've gotten a little bit more diligent about it i saw the stash like the thing cup, the app, the, yeah. in my bank account and i was like what right is that and it all of a sudden dawned on me and I went in and I checked, I checked my stash account and there's like hundreds of dollars. In there. Yeah. And yeah. that's just from saving like a measly $5 a week that I didn't miss or care about or even notice until now. And it's been yeah months. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there's a ton of ways that you can really maximize your budget and stuff, you know, and whether it's, you know, like trying to, um, earn points even on like credit card purchases like um we've been we actually opened up an american express credit card like it's the cash back preferred or something um anyway you earn six percent cash back at supermarkets um there is an annual fee i think it's like 70 or 80 bucks a year um it may even be 90 i'm not sure but anyway so after what like probably about three or four months of um you know just like doing our normal purchases, we got over like 230 bucks in the accounts, you know, and that's just extra money that you would, that, that you're spending anyway. So definitely get or deal research with what cards and stuff and how to structure purchases. 
because like once again small amounts add up so quickly you may think oh it's just a couple of points and what's six percent but you know that six percent even if you had a one percent card you're earning like five times higher or six times higher than what that you could be earning if you were using a six percent card so definitely do your research for credit card gaming because those are also nice easy ways you can maximize your budgets yeah definitely yeah Awesome. Well, uh, this has been a fun episode. Yeah. So real quick, I got a tweet today. Oh, uh, yeah? So I'm not super great with Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I struggle a bit. So if you do write to us on Twitter and I don't reply to you, I didn't ignore you. I just, I struggle a little bit. But I got a tweet today from Sean, who is at Situation. Situ- situation. Sorry, Sean. I completely <laughs> ruined your Twitter handle. you say the Twitter handle. <laughs> but he said that we are part of his daily like uh, ritual and he listens to us all the time. So I wanted to give you a big thank you so much for listening to us. And if you are listening to us and you really enjoy our show, or I guess if you hate the show. I don't know why you're still listening. Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but hopefully you love the show. Give us a tweet. Let us know. I'll give you a shout out. And that's basically all I've got. Awesome. Guys, we'll catch you next time. You can check out more information at chainofwealth.com. Catch, catch you on, on the, the flip, flip side. side.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.